0: That the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Hey everybody, welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. This is Tina and I am so excited to be hanging out with you today. It's actually about 9 o'clock p.m. where I am recording this right now. I just finished a full day of working as a school counselor, followed by swim class, followed by soccer, followed by tacos on a Wednesday. Because for some reason, I cannot manage to ever make tacos on Tuesday. So (laughs) I literally cannot. I don't know. There's some resistance going on in me where... If it's a Tuesday, tacos are never an option. I I don't even know what's going on, but we always joke at dinner and say, the kids will say like, it's taco Tuesday. I'm like, no way, Mm-mm, not in this house. Let's see, we make tacos probably, I would say once a week easily because our kids actually eat it. So we make it often. And do you know how often it lands on a Tuesday? Probably never. Yeah, probably never, and that's okay. It's really, maybe it's better that way because it's really funny to talk about and it's really funny to laugh about at dinner that tacos are never actually on a Tuesday. So there you have it. It's Wednesday night. We had tacos and so much was going on today. Um, After we got home, of course, we had to finish homework and get the kids showered and get them to bed. And I sat down to record this because I am constantly thinking about, constantly thinking about how I wish I could inject this understanding into people, this knowledge of, full, the knowledge of what running can do for you, but it's so much more than just running. I mean, this is called the run your happy life podcast because running should be about living your full life. And not about restrictions and not about, you know, um, setting goals that are so difficult that you feel like you're having to sacrifice in so many areas. It should be an addition, an addition to your life. Something that that brings you joy, not something that makes you feel like it's stressed out and it's extremely difficult. And so I think that's a misconception that a lot of people have with running. And I am so motivated to change that mindset and I am getting addicted to watching the change happening in people when they decide to give it a shot to go to try to run and to to really give it a shot you guys because let's face it I mean this is the case for so many things in life you know um we could try things out that are new and be super motivated i mean how many of us have you know got on the bandwagon with new workouts and and jumped on board and we're so excited and it's great for a week but then things fizzle out and it happens in not just with working out but in so many things it happens with dieting it happens with um well it happens with podcasting it happens with all kinds of new challenges it's just when the going gets tough and that initial like motivation really fizzles a little bit Everybody wants to, you know, hit the brakes and say, I'm not going to continue because this is too hard. And I think part of what happens is we look for this resistance. Like our bodies and our brains create this resistance to us having these, taking on these challenges because it's a little uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable. Starting a running program, especially from scratch, is uncomfortable and it's scary and what happens is you know maybe you are motivated enough to try it for a week and oftentimes going off script and not having a program or a plan or trying a plan that's too hard you get really defeated very quickly after maybe one or two runs and then instantly think that it has something to do with you as a person And we look for all of the reasons to support that thought because that is what happens. When we believe something, our mind will find evidence to support it, period, period. And I think this saying is what you you are looking for, you are going to find. And I feel like many people who start taking on running programs will look for the difficulty, will look for the discomfort, and then just automatically assume that it's because of something that is out of their control. Either they don't have the body for running, they don't eat well enough for running, they don't have the right form, they don't have the right weight, they don't have the running genes. It's so easy for runners, and it's just not the case. The difference between a runner and a non-runner is just lots of little tiny steps and runs completed that's it that's it and so i don't think a lot of people give it a fair shake and i think that they look for that resistance instead of looking for improvements because improvements happen very quickly Mm -hmm. very quickly if you take on a running program you'll see that improvements happen quickly but if we're not looking for them if we're not looking for all of the benefits of what we're doing and we're we're waiting for the ball to drop and we're waiting for it to be hard, then we will find evidence of that. We will find that our legs are so tight and that we're breathing so hard and that it feels so difficult and sure. I mean, yeah, it does feel difficult at first and maybe you shouldn't be pushing, you know, to one mile on your first race like I did on your first run or race. I actually, when I first started running, I had no rhyme or reason. I just wanted to run. And I was an athlete growing up. I played volleyball, softball, basketball, all the things. So I was athletic, but never just ran for fun. It was always like, you know, you had to run laps in conditioning, just something you had to do. And so when I decided as an adult, um, I wanted to start running, I did what so many people do. I took my workout to the sidewalk and I decided I was going to run as far as I could for as long as I could. And then I would stop and turn around and come back. And so I was trying really hard to reach the one mile mark. I was not trained for this, you guys. I was just (laughs) going out there and running because it was going to be a good workout and I was going to lose weight because that was my motivation at the time. That's a podcast for another day. And it's a good one. And it's a big one. But. I was running and I would run, I remember I was running to a stoplight, I ran all the way to a stoplight. I had to walk, you know, here and there in between and I was dead. I was dead. I literally was dying. And then I got there and I had to turn around and go all the way back. It was so stinking miserable. I would never have imagined that I would continue to run and that I would eventually figure out the magic and the beauty of running after those runs because I was going out to lose to lose weight. I was trying to do it to run quickly. I Oh my gosh, I was running too fast. I was running too far and it was pretty miserable. And so what I'm hoping that I can share through this podcast and through all of my posts and coaching is that it doesn't have to be difficult. Let's keep it simple and let's let it be easy. Let's like slow down. Let's keep it doable. Let's start with small steps and realize that over time, those small steps are going to equal big progress and it doesn't take long for it to happen. But what I've noticed and with all of the runners that I've worked with so far, especially the newbies who have never really worked out or didn't play sports, there is this instant desire to start looking for the resistance or they're being met with resistance and they start looking for the support looking for the evidence of why it's going to fail and it takes a lot of convincing in the beginning that you no know, this is for you and this this can be something you enjoy and this is something you can do it just takes so much convincing because they're just looking and waiting and waiting and you know that's part of the beauty of investing in a coach in a program is that you kind of go in mentally, emotionally, and you go in financially, and so it's not so easy to just quit. It's not easy to quit something when you invest in it, and so they stick with it. Thank goodness, because you stick with it long enough, you start to see like, holy cow, I'm actually doing this. Like it's actually working. And I feel like for them, it's take for newbies, it's taken, I would say, at least 5 weeks. And all of the running that I do, that I do with new runners, is three days a week. So we do three workouts a week, which is plenty to get us to our goals. And we never deviate from that. It's kind of one of our non-negotiables is that we'll stick to three days a week to to keep it simple. You know, we're living life at the same time, just like my evening tonight. we've got We've all got things going on, and this is supposed to be... As i mentioned in the beginning this is like an asset to our life this is a something that we get to add to our life not something meant to be stressful and so we run three days a week and that's our goal and so i I would say about five weeks so you know at that point it's about 15 runs in and we start easy and we start slow our first interval is 20 seconds of running um, and we do it i think it's three or four times in the first workout and then we build up and we just keep it simple and at first though i'm telling you I always get the messages. You know, I have cramps in my legs. I'm so sore. I'm having to ice my legs. I'm having to stretch a lot. And that's fine. Like, you know, I teach them. And what I'll share with you is like, you have to be okay with embracing that discomfort. And I mention this so many times, and I'm sure I'll mention it probably in almost every podcast that I record, is that you have to be okay with embracing discomfort. And that's not just in running. That's in life. In life period. If you want growth, you have to get uncomfortable. And I think once, you know, it's not something you can hear one time and just, you know, accept it. You have to hear it constantly. And so when that resistance pops up and it's, it's peering its ugly head and saying, oh, running's not for you. This isn't made for you. This is too hard for you. Your body's not made for this. You don't eat well enough for this. You don't sleep enough. You drink too much you weigh too much you don't feel correctly and all of these things will pop up into our head and make us think that it's not for us and they are all false 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 they are so untrue and so i spend most of our beginning weeks just reminding runners over and over again this is for you and yes you can do this and so what you're a little uncomfortable you're a little bit sore you know we talk a lot about the difference between pain and soreness and then we talk about the misconception that you can't continue to run or to push yourself if you're feeling a little sore from your last workout. That's nonsense that you can't move your body if you're feeling sore. In fact, most of the time if you move your body when you are sore, you're going to flush out that that um, lactic acid and you will be less sore than you were if you didn't move. And so moving your body, jogging, walking is actually better for you than resting when you're sore. And so we talk a lot about that. And it's not because beginning runners are lazy. It's not because beginning runners are um, unmotivated. It's because beginning runners are lacking confidence. That's it. That's it. They're lacking confidence. They're lacking confidence in their plans. They're lacking confidence in their choices. They're lacking confidence in their ability, and they just need reminded, continuously, over the course of weeks that yes you can do this and yes this is for you and yes this can can be an addition to your life not something that is taking something else away it can actually help you be a better person it can help you to be a better parent a better employee a better spouse a better person and as my first group of runners who went from nothing to running would say to me Tina I'm just a happier human And I get that. I get that on so many levels. There are times when my husband will literally push me out of the bed. I mean, physically, (laughs) like roll me out on the weekends. If I don't want to get up, my alarm clock's going off and he knows it's because I want to go for a run. He will literally roll me out of the bed and say like, you got to go for a run because he knows I'm going to be a better person if I go. I'm going to be a better person. And it just lights you up. And it fulfills you in so many ways. And what's really cool is whenever your accomplishments in running start to seep into other areas. And you start to feel like, well, dang, if I can do this by taking small steps and sticking with it, what else can I do? And I don't mean in terms of, oh, let's add a diet to that. Because I really despise the concept of running for weight loss. I really do. I feel like it sucks the joy right out of running. And I feel like it it just, you know, you you end up running for all the wrong reasons. And running becomes a punishment because you're running to burn calories versus running to build strength. And that's no fun. And so when I say it seeps into your life and it's – starts to be reflected in other things i mean like maybe in your job maybe you take on a new role that you wouldn't have because you realize that you're capable of more than you thought or maybe you even look into getting another job completely because you feel like well maybe i can actually you know find a job that is more fulfilling because i can do this and i didn't think that i could so what else can i do and it's pretty freaking amazing it is, it is amazing, and sometimes I have to pinch myself. I'm not joking, sometimes I have to say to myself, I can't believe that I get a front row seat and I get to watch all of these amazing people push their limits and discover a whole new person inside. And some of the runners who start with me are or have been runners before, and maybe they got out of the habit and they're lacking the confidence in being able to go as far as they have before or they're just lacking the motivation, lives change. You know, um, one of the runners has, um, she was a former runner, she had done um, half marathons and had run a marathon, and she's had three kids. And so she's trying to get back in the saddle and um, needed some support, some accountability, needed someone to just take the thought out of it. And it was really funny because when I first met with her, Um, we did like a phone call conference to talk about goals and where she would be a good fit as far as programs go and where to start. I knew she had been a runner previously. And so I initially started saying, well, do you want to jump into the 5k program? Because I have a very beginner program. Or do you want to jump into the 5k program, which is after the super beginner program? Or do you want to jump into the 10k program? And she says to me, Tina, please just tell me what to do because she didn't have the the mental space to be able to figure it out and and complete it. She needed help with that and that's totally fine. That's totally fine. I get that. But then once you are moving and once you have momentum and once you have, you know, what is it, inertia? I think I mentioned this in the last recording, but inertia, the ability to continue to move, like it actually takes energy to stop. At a certain point, it actually takes effort to quit you know once you get five weeks into this which uh, so many runners do so quickly and don't even realize like wow i've been doing this for this long and once you're that far in like it's almost harder to stop to quit because you miss it so much and then so many who think you know they make it to the 5k goal and then they say okay i'm good thanks so much end up coming back a week after and saying you know what um i just really missed this and i'm thinking i want to Give it another try because it becomes a part of you. And running becomes something that just it fills you up and it fulfills you. And it allows you to reach goals and to have some, you know, you time, to have some alone time. I had a mom who said she runs because she just needs the quiet time. So no headphones, nothing. She just runs for it to be quiet. And I get that. I get that. I think I got back into running mostly whenever COVID happened and i was counseling virtually i was a school counselor virtually and i had a kindergartner who was learning virtually and i had a three-year-old or a two-year-old at the time home because there was no there was no daycare open and i cried a lot (laughs) i cried a lot Um, i couldn't figure out how i was supposed to teach my own kid and work and have a toddler in the background it was it was kind of a disaster and I cried and so I started waking up as early as I could to be able to go out and have quiet time and alone time before the day started before my husband left for work and it was super early but it was the best thing I ever decided to do it gave me so it gave me the strength to be able to get through i swear it gave me the strength to be able to get through and to like my kids and to like my family and to like my job and to be able to help because i needed that so i was running i remember i was running and journaling so i would get up and i would go for a run i would go for a run before sunrise so the sun would be rising when i was hitting the pavement and i would i would see the sun come up over the trees and i do live by the beach so i would run down to the beach And I would see the sun rising over the ocean and I would just stand there and let the light hit my face. And oh my gosh, it was like the one thing that got me through the day. And I would sometimes I didn't even know how far I was going. I just knew I needed to run and I needed the sunlight to touch my face. And I would run until long enough so that the sun came up. And then it was shining on my face. So I had to run through the neighborhoods, through the trees, through the trails to get to the beach. And then I finally had the sun touching my face. And I would stand there with my eyes closed over and over again. And this is how I was able to get through the day. And then I would run home. And I had a time when I knew my husband had to get ready to leave for work. And so even if the kids had woken up earlier, I knew that I still had this time before he left. And so I always tried to save about 15 minutes. After I was done running to come back and journal, I had so many thoughts, so many thoughts that I just needed to get out. And so I have these, like, I don't know, like 20, 30 pages of random thoughts from journaling. And one of them I called Chasing Sunshine. And I just, I just needed to talk about how good it felt to run towards the sun, to find the sun and just let it shine on my face with my eyes closed and breathing and i just i needed that to get through the day. And running has given that to me so many times, but not like this. And i think it's because life was so different. When i first started my running journey, it was before i had kids, it was before i was married. It was right after college, i had started my first job. So i was in my 20s and um, it was really it was a disaster at first, and I'll share that whole story in another episode. but I started to dabble in it and work on going a little bit farther and started realizing like just how much life it gave me, how I missed being an athlete. I missed having goals. I missed pushing myself. I missed accomplishing things and feeling so good about it and it just it all of that came back but there was something different about this I ran while I was pregnant I ran when I my kids were little um, I ran I've pretty much run off and on for 15 years mostly on because it helps me to stay sane and there was something different about this one I start I had started again I decided I needed it. I needed this space. I needed this, this, this time. And I started running and it just felt different. Like it was, it was, it was spiritual. It was spiritual. And, you know, I'm a born and raised Catholic, but I'm like the worst Catholic because I don't go to church and I know I should and my kids aren't baptized and I know they should be. And my husband and I joke and I know it's, I don't know. It's probably not funny, but we always say, well, if we could get a baptism on Amazon, we would have had it already. But, um, you know, you have to take classes. And anyway, so I, you know, was not so in touch with my spiritual side and going on these runs during COVID in the early morning and finding that sunshine and running through the woods. I just found like I was connecting to nature. I was connecting with the universe. I was connecting to everything around me, and it just felt so good, so good, and to be honest, that's when all of this started turning in my head about, I need other people to experience this, and people think that they can't, and people think that it's not for them, and they're just, it's not fair, it's not fair, I just want people to have the confidence enough to give it a try, and you've got to stick with it long enough so that it becomes comfortable and doable and not stressful and in the beginning just like anything first it's really exciting and then it gets a little stressful and then it gets exciting because you realize the growth that's happening Um, but you have to let yourself get to a point where it becomes enjoyable and it does not take long it does not take long but I really feel like most runners quit before they get to that and so my hopes with this podcast and my hopes with my groups of course And my hopes with my lives and my social media is that I inspire somebody to go out and give it a shot and to give it a long enough shot and to stick with it enough to feel the effects of it. And it will happen. You just have to stick to it and you have to constantly remind yourself why you're out there to build strength. To free your body, to strengthen your lungs, to breathe the air, to clear your mind. And if you can do that, oh, the gifts that it will give you, the gifts that it will give you. I'm sitting here, I'm recording a podcast because of the clarity that I had while I was running during COVID. And the ways that I was able to discover that I knew I could help people do this. And running gave me that. Running gave me that one Hundred percent, And so I hope you'll give it a shot and I hope you'll stick with it. If I had to say, what would I recommend as far as, okay, Tina, how long would you go before you feel like it should kick in? It really depends on your mindset. And what I mean by that is what you are focusing on during. If you can keep yourself in check and help yourself to not focus on pace and to not focus on going faster or going farther if you can allow yourself to take the the small steps and to increase them to to a point where we call it like the sweet spot where you're comfortably uncomfortable so you're continuing to grow um, but not absolutely miserable i would say if you can do that consistently three times a week for i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with six weeks five or six weeks and it sounds like a lot but it's totally not it is totally not it is not that much when you're doing three workouts a week it doesn't even feel overwhelming it's three workouts so out of seven days you have four days when you are off and three days when you're running you just have to schedule them in the beginning of the week put it on the calendar and go out and do it and start small and i would start with 20 seconds of jogging five minutes of walking and do that four times and pat yourself on the freaking back because that's your first run. And then, because I know people will ask me, how would you increase the intervals? I would go by maybe 15 seconds, 30 seconds, see how that feels. And then eventually start shrinking the time in between. I would, and just stick with it. You guys stick with it long enough to feel the effects and to chase your own sunshine because it's amazing. And you deserve that. All right, you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your day or your night, depending on when you're listening to this. I hope you were able to get out and get some fresh air today and go for a run. If you haven't, use my strategy and go out. If it's not too dark out, it's not nighttime, go out and do it sometime today. 20 seconds of jogging, five minutes of walking, times four, and pat yourself on the back because you're freaking doing it. All right, you guys. See you later. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you, or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group, or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers, so if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time... Go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.